Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. again it's me again something about an old man what a line (laughs) what a lyric where you once stood was an old man instead hot (laughs) if you're just joining us which you are because we only just started the podcast right this is blighty day fiance she is michelle he is robin Mm mm-hmm and we were reminiscing about old Take That songs. Yeah. Yeah. Happy days. Happy days. They weren't, to my recollection, they didn't quite take off in America. Although I could be very wrong because that wasn't really my speed at the time. I almost exclusively listened to angry girl music. Right. I think, like, Never Forget, like, the song they made when they broke up was like the first thing that did anything and bat for good i think bat for good charted in the states okay yeah i mean i was like what 14 you were three years old (laughs) you were a just a twinkle in an old man's eye standing in the doorway of an ex can you imagine little mark owen Going up to his ex-girlfriend's house, knocking on the door. Hello, it's Mark Owen. I've come to see my ex-girl. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, you're an old man. It was probably Gandalf. It might have been Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe like, she hadn't moved. Maybe Gandalf had just sort of broken into the house. Or maybe Gandalf had turned her into another Gandalf. Anything could be the case. I... Did you know Mark Owen did a solo album back in the very early days of, of Take That? But before we get there, <laughs> this it might surprise you to learn that this podcast is about reality oh, yeah. TV dating shows. We're a married couple based in London. You can probably hear it from our accents. 
uh, but I am not British. No, who? Uh, him indoors over there is British. Yes. Um, and the bull, we the bulldog is French. He is French. The pugler is Prussian. Yes, she is. She that, identifies. That's how as she Prussian. identifies. She was assigned English at birth. Right. Um. So we'll get into the Mark Owen story <laughs> in a minute. I just want you all to you know. You know what? I'm going to save all this stuff for the Patreon. I'm also going to save my juicy Robbie Williams story. There's I, a promise. That is a good story. Yeah. I do like that one. Okay. Speaking of our Patreon, our Patreon is back in action. Thanks to our wonderful producer, Cousin Dan. Thank you, Cousin Dan. Congratulations to Cousin Dan on... Um, Leaving one job and starting another. Um, found a, a full-time gig that sounds very fun. And uh, so felicitaciones and and all that good stuff. Hopefully um, they will still find time to produce this here podcast. Cousin Dan's magic. They're like um, Doctor Strange or something. They can just make more time. Yeah, it's incredible. It's an astonishing gift. So, um, yes, caduce to Cousin Dan, caduce to Peggy Ann, who is coming on board as our social media person helping us get the word out. You can help get the word out mm. by leaving us a review. Yeah, go on. We are in dire need of <laughs> reviews at present because the most recent ones have been, um, I think a kind word for it would be deranged. <laughs> Oh, no, we're not doing this again. <laughs> no, I just, I don't understand the point of leaving a one-star review and and the comment is we don't have, we do or do not have this in a certain country within Britain. Yeah, fine. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, so leave us a review. Hey, we're, are we not the top 20... Yeah, a couple weeks ago we were. TV recaps. And that's not just like just reality shows or anything. That's all TV recaps. We were a couple weeks ago. It's astonishing. And now we need to now we need your help to get back up there. Yeah, I want to be number one. Um Yeah, hopefully one day. Look, we are doing our best. If you're worried about the the pace or the manner of my speech, as I have previously disclosed. I am both titrating, which means going off of prescription medications and going on new ones every now and then, like I did just now, um, probably much to Robin's horror. I grabbed my chest because I get random heart palpitations. Uh, My eyelid will start twitching. It also affects my cognition and the rate of my speech, which is halting in the best of times partly due to my being neurodivergent but if it's too slow for you you are more than welcome to adjust the speed on your podcast player of choice yeah and the benefit is that i'll go incredibly fast like this and i'll just talk which is good right yeah yeah it'll all be fine do you mind if i finish the announcements real quick so um patreon.com slash blighty day you will find not only ad-free episodes of what we are already covering, we are also adding a program that we're 
calling the Fundy Bus, which will be a combination of Sister Wives and Plathville. When Plathville returns, it'll just be Sister Wives in the meantime. You're not going to want to miss it. Our Sister Wives recaps have been described as adequate and <laughs> not in a format to my liking by <laughs> by past listeners. So you won't want to miss out on that. Um, we are also a little bit less guarded in the Patreon. Robin will share stories about um, his time as a music journalist and a TV producer, which again, contrary to what some have alleged, he really was. Um, I think that's it for that's it. announcements. It is worth saying. Um, our Patreon is very much like, you know, show your love. We do our very, very best to produce things. It's a bit like this as well, but particularly with Michelle um, going through a really, really tough time right now. We ain't making no promises to no one, but you know we will always do our best because yes. we love it. So basically on the Patreon, everybody is on the same tier. The minimum donation, I think, is $5. You can... I don't think you can choose your own, but you can do 5, 10, or 15. The content's not separated by tiers. Obviously, any shekels you throw our way go toward our ability to create more content. And obviously, the more um, we get in our coffers in the Patreon, the more we're able to pay people to do things that are difficult for us, especially during these um, tender times. Right. Um, so those are the announcements. Today we're talking about 90 days, unless there's anything you need to add. Only that the bulldog has never been cuter and you need to look at him. Yeah, he's doing his face down. Oh, so cute. But I should just say there are children playing in the uh, sports field next door, which means there's going to be a lot of barking. So apologies for that. Anyway, 90 day UK, 90 da fuck. Now, we did miss last week, for which we apologize. Mm -hmm. We did do a Facebook Live 90-day, um, what we call a 90-day omnibus, where we do 90-day uh, before the 90 and 90-day the other way. Um, we are very grateful to all of you who watched and participated in that. It kind of felt to us like a car crash in slow motion clown car on fire clown car on fire that's another good description but we did our best and boy did we have fun interacting with yeah. you all that meant the absolute world so thank you so much and thank you to everyone who has written messages of support if you are one of those people who thinks uh, she's too busy to read this or I shouldn't or my story isn't da 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 I'm never too busy. I respond to everything as soon as I can. And it might, I might be doing myself a disservice here, but I am not inundated with messages. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook, Blighty Day Bays, B L I G H T Y D A Y B A E S is the group on Facebook. It's a really good way to meet us um, or send us an email, blightydayfiance at gmail.com. Com. We're also on Instagram at Blighty Day. Blighty again is spelled B L I G H T Y D 
D-A-Y. That's Blighty Day altogether. We're not so much on whatever Twitter is called now. No. I refuse to call it by that name. Yeah. Um, Drex. It's not a... It's not a nice environment for me, and I need to be yes. careful. We're on the TikToks as well. You can see... Um, but I've forgotten what our handle is on that. If you search Blighty Day Fiance, you'll find it. It'll be fine. It'll be chipmunk videos. And again, all of this is going to improve exponentially thanks to Peggy Ann. Mm -hmm. No pressure, Peggy Ann. We love you. Okay, so we will just uh, take each couple at a time, um, if that's all right with you. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's start with Christian and Rebecca. Newbies. New ones. New ones to us, right? We haven't done them before, right? Right, right, right? I don't think so. Okay, good. Um, what I'm about to say <laughs> <laughs> probably won't surprise you. I am over men like this permanently. I don't find them attractive, not even physically. Uh, it's not giving anything that she couldn't find down the street from her. Um, as in, if you want a controlling misogynist man baby. They're quite rare, aren't they? They're very hard to find. <laughs> no, they are everywhere and come in every shape and size and you don't need to pay for one to come live with you you really don't i will say predominantly they come in that shape and size or rather that shape and size very often has those characteristics is that fair yeah i think it is i think it is i think there's an overcompensation right the whole thing the whole thing just makes me really sad and The saddest thing in all of this is that I think many of us can relate to not being able to break out of old patterns and not really understanding that despite the fact that we've done this before, and I'm not just talking about her ex-husband or the Turkish guy that she was married to for a day or whatever, She's been in many relationships like this. She has been in this very relationship again and again with Mm -hmm. different people, but they're all the same person. They're all the same archetype. What it is, it's like um, when you're down at a roulette table, right? You're down 500 bucks at a roulette table. And so you go, oh, well, one more 500 buck bet will get me back even right and so you do it again and then you're down a grand and so you bet a grand to try and get even and then you're down two grand and on it goes on it goes but always you just think i'm you know one spin of the wheel away from at least being back to where i was and i think that's what it is with her like things have gone wrong so she's not just trying to fix where she is now she's trying to fix her entire past yeah and it can't be done it can't be done it doesn't work like that like I don't fix your historical hardships, right? Yeah, that's right. 
there's nothing I can do about your first husband. There's nothing I can do about other relationships you've had that have been bad. There's nothing I can do about the many grievances that have been enacted upon you. There's, there's nothing I can do about that. I can do things about where you are right now, but like history's a bit of a fucker in that sense. It's 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 locked. Yeah. The present and the future are in flux, but history is locked. I think some of the difficulties that we've had, not so much now, but early on in our relationship was breaking out of the cycles that we were mm-hmm. used to. Yeah. And having to become aware that what we were reacting to um, in the other person was our own ghosts old stuff yeah yeah Just lingering ghosts of things that should be left for dead i don't know i don't have anything more to say i f- i feel bad for her again she's lovely she's talented she's smart she seems to have a good family and support network but this is you know it's her albatross right yeah ah <sighs> Unfortunately, sometimes to break this habit and what worries me and I and look, I don't want to. I've seen this go down a number of ways, right? Partly down to my own experience and partly down to the people that I've worked with or volunteered with in various capacities. This is never a story that ends well. And if you're in a relationship with somebody who, for whatever reason, doesn't accept you, doesn't encourage your passions, provided your passions aren't, you know, torturing people or vandalizing things, provided your passions don't hurt anybody else if if you're not with somebody who's supporting and enabling that and they're making your life smaller instead of expanding it yeah that's the like he he knew before he went and saw her dance what she does like this oh i didn't think it was that well you know look at a few videos on youtube pal you'll get an idea Right. And then there's her going, I didn't really reveal to him how reveal it's not up to you. <laughs> it's not up to you to tell him shit. If he's got an issue with something, you can like look into it, he can ask you questions, maybe. I mean, I don't know if she lied if to him. I suppose it- that could be an issue. You know, I'm fully dressed from the head to toe and I stand at the other end of a room, but I don't think she did that. And I know full well that's exactly what that kind of dancing is in restaurants, right? It's a tip generation machine, right? Um, like it, don't like it. There's just it one... is what it is, and and to be surprised or scandalised is just ridiculous. And he's lying as well. He wasn't surprised or scandalised. He knew exactly what he was going to get, and he enjoyed the opportunity to control. And to be the wounded party. I've seen relationships like this so many times. Small point of order. Mm. If she felt like she had to lie to him in mm. the first place, mm. Mm. that's right. also a that's huge also red control. flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're with somebody and 
you feel like you have to lie to them over something that's that you're comfortable with yeah right exactly then that is their problem and not yours and again it's control it's like the like the anti-matter side of control right i'm just saying i don't think his dick is that big i don't think and even if it was or wasn't, I don't think I don't think he's good in bed. I don't think he's a generous lover. I don't think that he is bringing anything nope. to the table. I don't think he's got, got good employment prospects. I don't think he's particularly good looking. I don't think he's smart. I don't think he's funny. Why is she wasting her time on this loser? Because she thinks she's a loser and she wants to prove to herself that she can, just by being yeah. her, she can change a loser into a non-loser. Uh, all right. All right. Um, yeah, let's get, let's get all the sad ones out of the way. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, Katie, Katie and Alejandro, oh. I, I'm just going to come out and say this. Okay. I... And this might disappoint you all, and that's a risk that I have to take. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about this relationship and this wedding and what may or may not have transpired between them. Katie is a person who has been very forthcoming about her mental health and her personal life. And I think if you have questions for her, you can ask them and and have a reasonable prospect of getting an answer. Uh, I'm aware that she's not doing very well right now, and yeah. I don't want to add to that. So I I don't want to talk about this. No. Except to say, for those of you who are critical <laughs> of what uh, her mother and grandmother wore to the wedding, that is what all... British (laughs) nans and aunties and mums wear to weddings. Every last one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not in the winter. Maybe in the winter you're not going to see a floral pattern. Yeah, I mean, essentially they all shop at the same shop that Holly shopped in in South Africa. Yes. (laughs) Right, there's this one shop. And everyone goes to South Africa. Actually, I found a shop in um, Shepherd's Bush in London once that sold those kinds of brown suits that men that never wear suits wear. You know the ones, those slightly shiny... Camel scrotums. They look like camel scrotums. And I, I've always thought, where do people buy these? When you see like a guy on a quarter bearers or something. Yeah, right? the He's, accused. Yeah, the accused. Yeah. Never worn a suit before, right? And I'm like, I, I go into shops fancy and flat and, you know, all all scales of the, you know, pricing repertoire, right? And I've never seen suits like this. And I found the shop. It's in Shepherd's Bush. And that's the shop. I finally found it. But yeah, there is a particular, there's a love of those kind of polyester. What is taffeta? I want to say taffeta. I want to say taffeta. It's a fabric, right? Yeah, not for that. I want to say taffeta, but it might be the wrong word. It is the wrong word. You're thinking of something completely different. I'm just saying uh, Americans might look at that 
look with confusion and think, well, why are you dressed to go to, we call it the Derby here, but the Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you do wear something you similar wear a to a, yeah. a, a Derby. Yeah. Yeah. And those hats are called fascinators. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're big. Sometimes they're small. Sometimes they're pieces. They're often made by a haberdasher who makes hats specifically. What's the name of a hat maker? There's a really good word for a hat maker, and it's it's gone from my head. And if it that's a haberdasher, no, is it not? I'm gonna pause. Unpause. A milliner. Millen. Do you know where the phrase mad as a hatter comes from? Uh, no. It's because in Victorian times, whatever they were using to make the hats, because, you know, people used daft materials all the time. They put lead in the paint. They yeah. put arsenic in oh. whatever and various dyes and that so to make hats they were using like lead or something and it made the hatters mad i believe it was mercury but ah, yes okay yeah do you know where the phrase um hasn't got a pot to piss in comes from not having a chamber pot no what <laughs> so that stems from back in the day when people would actually sell their piss to tanners what yeah for tanning leather and if you go to some parts of the world you will still see this being done like i went to marrakesh and they would tan the leather with urine right that's that's what you do to leather okay. right that's how yeah. you treat leather right mm -hmm. so you could make money from your piss it's a little bit like um you know in the states you have the five cent bottle return yeah kind of what's that called deposit scheme uh, sure yeah yeah so when you finish with your bottle of Coke, you can get five cents back if you recycle it, right? <laughs> not if you pee in it. Not if you pee in it. No. <laughs> um, that's Pepsi. Um, I prefer Pepsi. Pepsi's piss we already, are, we are so no, we're not going to talk about that. Um, so, yeah, you would make a little bit of money um, by giving your urine to Tanners. But if, if you were so poor, you didn't have a pot to piss in and take your urine to the tanner <laughs> you were fucked so that's where that phrase comes from it's like you're not just like on skid row like eve you can't even make money from your piss wow it's a good one isn't it i mean it's unbearably sad but <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a good one yeah right yeah so look i'm just I, i'm sorry if you're disappointed that that i don't want to cover that it's I'm not showing favoritism. I'm just, a, I'm aware that this particular person yeah. is, uh, I think we can all you know, agree. going through something difficult and yeah. she's, she's been very kind to us and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not here to pile it on. And there's plenty of people who are right. covering I'm, it. We adore her. I have always liked Alejandro. Mm -hmm. I personally don't know what on earth the situation is, what's happened. What I will say is, I think we can all agree it's a very unsatisfying ending. Whether it's the best they could do, I don't know. It, it's it's sad, maybe a bit of a mess. We'll leave it where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mercy and... Michael, is it? Sure. <laughs> well, you're looking at me as if one of my defining characteristics is I. I is that you remember I have, names? 
I have no memory for names. I also have no memory for faces. People are always one or the other. I have neither. I cannot do it. So, like when we watch, <laughs> when we watch a uh, a TV show like a drama, genuinely, Michelle has to like say that's um, Rebecca Ferguson. That is, you know, whoever Rashida Jones. Sure. Because I will not know. Like, and the second like she says it, I'll go, yeah, obviously. Because then it makes complete sense to me. But I, it's like a kind of like visual dyslexia or something. I don't know. And I, I have the complete opposite where I don't remember names either, particularly not names of places. But when I'm watching a TV show or a movie, Robin, how many times have I knocked it out of the park, <gasps> even with tertiary you character are amazing. actors? You are amazing at it. Like, I can identify someone that I haven't seen yeah. since the late 80s yeah. on TV. Yeah, they, and I can they've go, aged 40 years. Yeah. And, yeah, they were, like, in the background of some scene in some Merchant Ivory. Or See, I have these incredible yeah. talents, but they're completely, completely they're useless. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't monetize them. You can't monetize that. Um, you could be a casting agent. I don't know. So yeah, so look, uh, Mercy is experiencing what's commonly known as clinical depression. Um, yeah, can I lead with a rant on this? Is yeah, that right? please go ahead. All right, I have had enough of the angry black woman trope that reality shows seem to really love putting on my screen. Without explanation, without any kind of a sympathetic view, without really getting... Ooh, Tig agrees. Without really discussing things with them, without trying to understand where they might be coming from. All they show is the angry black woman being angry and black. And I've flipping had enough of it. I really have. We stopped covering Married at First Sight um, UK the last time round it was the last time round mm -hmm. yeah yeah for this exact reason and they're doing exactly the same thing with mercy and i'm not having it i'm just not having it from my perspective she is absolutely entitled to be massively overwhelmed and probably quite unwell it's a huge huge culture shock it's massive fish out of water she doesn't have access to any money she doesn't have access to any transport she doesn't have access to any friends she doesn't have access to any probably any therapy or counseling in any way the weather is going to completely mess with her head and so she's not handling it brilliantly but the way it's edited and the way they make it look is angry black woman and i've fucking had enough of it Thank you. Right. Moving right along. Wow. Nothing to add? No, you've said it all. Right. I mean, I I personally didn't experience it as an angry black woman trope. I thought that I could just sympathize with her. I, I mean, hot tip, if you're moving if you're moving to the UK or thinking about moving to England absolutely come in the winter do not come yeah. in the summer because <laughs> if you're used to living anywhere else except for another country that has four seasons or mm. has a worse climate than we do um don't come in the summer because when winter hits it'll be brutal and also well you're like pull the pull the band-aid off get it over with well, when I first moved here, I came in the winter and I was very glad of it because I got every 
upper respiratory virus known to man. <laughs> right. I did. Because That's fine. It, it there's, built up your immunity. Yeah. There, there are things that you don't think about because there's a common language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't, and maybe some other people do, but I didn't. Um, dairy is processed differently in this country than it is in America. Not that that's a yep. huge factor for me because I'm not a, um, I'm not a. You're not a milkmaid. No. <laughs> you refuse to put the outfit on. Uh, I struggle, struggle, struggle with that. Um, the wheat is processed differently. All that's processed true. food yeah, is yeah. processed differently yeah. into different standards. Yeah. I would say it's better here than in some parts of america um eggs 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 we keep our eggs in the fridge what we do in america as well we don't keep our eggs in the fridge yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah I do. um but there's all sorts of weird stuff that you're not prepared for and it is a totally different environment so yeah. you're going to be allergic to the plants you're going to be allergic mm -hmm. to the dust whatever and in the winter you're going to get the full force of whatever, especially in a city, of whatever buggies. Yeah, I'd, War of the Worlds was actually produced by the British Tourism Board. That is not true. I dated a man specifically because he had a bathtub and I needed one. <laughs> I dated a girl who expressed the same thing. You mean she said she was only with you because you had a bathtub? Pretty much. Yeah. Really? She was thrilled to see the bath. They're hard. They're the hard to come by here. In London. They are. Yeah. Um, oh, it, that's a very nice transition, actually, to Shane and Mert, isn't it? Because mm. you might be thinking, whoa, even in an apartment that's designed for two people, how can you just have... One bathroom. I guess it's not oh, oh, that unusual. Oh, oh. Well, Listen, if, you, if you live in New York, I'm sure you sure. can dig, right? Here's the bathroom situation here. Mm -hmm. I will never, as long as it's within my power to decide, I will never, ever live in a place with fewer than two bathrooms. Gotta have a choice. They don't have to be full bath. Two full baths. Right. Two toilets. Two toilets. Minimum. Yeah. Right. When you gotta go, and you guys have experienced this, like when, we, and to be honest, I'm the same. It's just like different times of the day when we record. That those are her peak hours. And, and <laughs> <laughs> but then you know it's an hour for me later. Um, but yeah, when when you gotta go, you gotta go. And sometimes you don't even close out the pod because like, whoa. And and partly the autism, right? You don't know you've gotta go until you gotta go. Yeah, that's true. Right? And if there's one turlet and little Alfie's on it, it ain't happening. No, we we've only we've only lived <laughs> in the time that we've lived together, we've only shared one flat. And that was a desperate situation. Yeah, that was a bit bleak. That was one bathroom. It was a it was a lovely place, but there was only one bathroom, and it was downstairs behind the kitchen, and the bedrooms were upstairs. Well, so no, the, where, where we when we first lived together was one bathroom as well. Actually, do you remember? Not in Sherland. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> was it? Yeah. Oh my gosh! That one bathroom right. up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. 
It's not very interesting for anyone else. We have done it twice. Never again. <laughs> that was a nightmare. The one where it was like downstairs behind the bathroom. It was sort of up, up behind the kitchen. It was like built an extension that was added. I was like, where was the bathroom before? It didn't make any sense Nobody to me. knows. But it was freezing cold, right? You'd have to walk through the cold oh. kitchen in the winter into this freezing... Oh, that was rough. So we bought these... I... <laughs> we did. We bought chamber pots. Yeah. We bought little, like, camping toilets. Not to go number twos in, no. all right? Obviously. Get it, your minds out of the gutter. It was liberating. If you have to pee in the night, you pee in those. And I remember, <laughs> <laughs> going, to my, going to my bachelorette party and my very... I have this one very, very, very posh friend... Um, and I was talking about, I don't remember how this came up, but I was talking about the, the close quarters, you know, over COVID. And this was after the regulations had been relaxed. So we were at a different friend of mine's house having really, really fun bachelorette party. And, um, and my very (laughs) posh friend after hearing, also that you and I were in the habit of taking our five minutes, as as Shane and Mert would put it. Mm-hmm. We would do our five minutes in your little office. Right? Where? On the desk. We would, I think you're thinking you didn't get the reference. We would have an afternoon delight, yeah. a quick one. On my desk? Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay, well, I do. <laughs> okay. This isn't awkward at all. No. All right, carry on. Anyway, then. the reason I, I raised that is because she then said, oh, my God, you're having a quickie at the desk and you're pissing into a chamber pot that's the saddest thing i've ever heard and it was she's like i don't know whether i should be celebrating this wedding or bemoaning it both those things sound wonderful to me i go i go back to them both in a heartbeat that sounds like i good wouldn't times. that was cold it's i mean not as not as cold as you not remembering us having sex but I guess I'm not that memorable after all. I might be picturing the wrong house, that's all. I've got I'm it all jumbled about, in my head. I'm talking about the one that we lived in before this one. Okay. All right. Do you remember now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you say it louder so that people don't think I'm a cold fish or re- a starfish, rather? Well, if I remember it too much, I'm going to knock this microphone over. So we better <laughs> carry on. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, so Shane... Is getting the house ready. You put in a note that we should explain what the word manky is. Yes. Um, who who said? Did Shane say it's a bit manky? Yeah. Yeah. Um, manky is one of those brilliant British words. I, I think you can probably, it's one of those that you can work out what it is from how it's used. Yeah. Right? But yeah, dingy, dirty, grubby. We our language is just tremendous, and 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 I do think we use it best in this country rather than others. We've got so many words for. I mean, yeah, everyone always talks about you know Inuits and snow, right? Um, but um, 
for us, it's always how many words there are for sex and everything. But actually, I think we've got more words for dirty <laughs> <laughs> in this country than anything else. Like, you know, minging. Yeah. Right, but so many. And I'm, I'm not even going to list them now. But like manky is just is a particularly good one because manky's got a limp sadness to it as well. It's not just dirty, but it's manky. Right? It can be confusing, though, because a mank... Is someone spelled from differently Manchester. is someone from short for Mancunian. Mancunian, yeah. yeah. So a Manx <laughs> means the Isle of Man. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I think so. I, I, I forgive me if I got the island wrong, um, but I think so. Um, like a Manx cat. Oh sure. Yeah, but that's not. A, but they a... refer to themselves, I believe. Uh, you you'd use it like you would use the word French. So I think you would say of something from. The Isle of Man. Like a kiwi. Yeah, it's of Manx origin. It's Manx. Yeah. Um, similarly. I think. Come at me if that's wrong. A minger. Right. Is not someone that's dirty. Although they. Well, things can be minging. No, things things and people can be minging. But in but different a minger... ways. A minger is someone who is unattractive. Yes. Something that is minging is gross <laughs> and stinky. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Also unattractive, but in a different way. Oh, what a rich Dickens had it right. What a what a place to live. What a lexicon we have. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Waiting waiting in for the ass man to come and I fix the that. radiator. I've seen that movie. Me too. Yeah. That was so funny. That was so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, I love also that Shane talked about the dip in the bed. Adorable. Because we have a dip in our bed. Well, we? we have a dip in our bed because, you know, huggy position A and huggy position B um, both generally happen on my side of the bed. You're, you're like a little limpet. You cling on for dear life. It's adorbs. Um, I have no objection to any of that. Um, but we do, we've got a very big bed. And I do sometimes... And it's still not big enough. I still wonder what the point of it is, though, because we're always on the same side of That's it. That's not true at all. <laughs> okay. I could, the reason we have a giant bed is because I want to be... You need the option when I'm going full... It's not even that. I don't want to be touched when I'm sleeping. Me too, yeah. Neither of us likes to be touched no. while we're sleeping. I quite, so, I quite like butt to butt. I, I do that for you to be nice. Okay. But I don't enjoy it unless it's really cold. Yeah. Um, but I don't like... Yeah, look, nobody cares about <laughs> what we do in bed. I love the way she handled that, though. I, I, I love her comfort, the sort of breezy, and I love the fact that, you know... The lockdown thing, because we've all been there. Just Shane's so damn relatable. In a wonderful way. In a wonderful way. It's it's such a rare thing that you get reality kind of cast members who you, who you, A, you feel like you could go out for a drink with and immediately you'd be like you've known them for ages. It's just massively relatable. You, Human beings, real people. I often forget that outside... Of this city, people are very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Most people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I'd love to... I, I I, think also we would be remiss if... I, <laughs> I wrote this down 
that even in a three bedroom house, Mm -hmm. like proper house upstairs, downstairs, Mm. you can still end up with just one bathroom. Oh yeah. And the reason why real estate, one of the many reasons why real estate here is such a gosh darn bloody mare is because the agent will be like, what? It's everything you want. It's a three bedroom house. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. And there's no bathtub and there's one toilet. Well, it's because most properties in cities in particular used to be much bigger properties that were divided. Yeah. No, I know why. Sure. So they would have been six bedroom houses with two bathrooms or three bathrooms. And they also used to have a toilet outside. Sure. But everything's been turned into flats now. And so you can do without, like, you can have fewer, like, receptions and fewer bedrooms. But where it doesn't work is when you start halving bathrooms. I mean, because the pipes can't be halved. So the bathroom goes to one or the other. As well we know. As well we know. Um, I wanted to express, having expressed rage um, at the mercy thing, can I express absolute joy at um mert again name to mm-hmm. me yeah his reaction to the house they're moving into was one of those moments that i find unbelievable like i don't expect I, I i wouldn't like it if the people who go over to another country were less than or should be grateful or anything Mm -mm. like because that dynamic's kind of a bit gross right and that dynamic's gross if that's why they're coming and it's even grosser when people assume that's why they're coming Right. right but if we can remove all of that and just have the raw genuine sincere moment like that where someone goes i've won the lottery this is wonderful i never dreamed of this this is just to see someone happy and contented and get everything they dreamed of on tv is so rare so rare because drama apparently dictates that people have to be unsatisfied right that's where but actually i've said it before i'll say it many more times to come i'm sure but if only the producers of these shows realise that we need at least one or two couples where it's just wonderful. And it doesn't have to be wonderful throughout. No, no, but please give me but moments give us like a this. moment like that. It was just beautiful. Some people wait a lifetime <laughs> for a moment like that. Some people search forever for that one special flat. <laughs> <laughs> and what was brilliant about it is it's like he, he wasn't, oh, that's not so good, but this is really good. It's just everything, everything. There was the, the, no caveats, no nothing, but just joie. It was very moving. Very, very and moving. I loved it. And it made me feel the way... Katie and Alejandro made me feel last season. Yeah. And I live for that. Oh, and you're getting a bit tearful. Yeah, a little bit that. tearful. A little Aww. bit tearful. I desperately hope that we don't get thrown any curveballs with them. I, I desperately hope that he actually finds life in the UK easier than how he had it. 
back home. Not that there's anything wrong with back home, but it's pretty difficult, you know, for non-heterosexual people, right? Well, they've established that. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that he gets everything he dreamed of um, because Shane is awesome. So that side of it, I reckon, is nailed down. Yeah. You know, no curveballs, please, producers. And, like, if you have to tell stories which aren't real because it makes better telly, can you just leave out any of the bad stuff with them? Because I don't want to see it. I disagree. I think it, <laughs> I think happy endings should be earned. And people, like, I always get... Fine. I just don't want over-indexing on fake drama for them. That's, that's what I'm saying. I think. Sure. I hear that. I, as much as I appreciate it and value it, I I often get uncomfortable when I see listeners comment that you and I are are couple goals and that, you know, they want some, I mean, absolutely don't settle and find someone who advocates for you and who will walk to the ends of the earth with um the weight of five french bulldogs on their back yeah and and more for you but please don't be this feel as i'm saying it it sounds really i think i'll sound like an asshole either way but i just want you to know that it, it is not we have not had it easy no. as a couple no. and that We've gotten to where we are. Good grief. We've gotten to where we are because of what we've been through together, not not in spite of it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, everything that's been really hard just makes me love you more and makes me more proud of you when I see you get through things. And if I can help you get through things, that makes me love myself a bit more. So... It, it's all good. And so, no, I'm not saying with them there shouldn't be any, because that would be awful and stupid, you know. What I will say is, like, and they did it again in this episode, right? Because he had the friend, and again, can't remember the name, but the friend started a little bit with the, you were a bit of an arsehole on the birthday. And he was, he was, and everything. And yeah. so you expect the normal way these conversations go, the narratives, for one of them to shut down and for it to get hostile and like, well, you know, fuck you, fuck you there. And he gets up, he gives her a gift. And, so sweet. and goes, yeah, I was wrong. I'm really sorry about that. And let me show you who I think I am and who Shane loves. Let me show you my heart. Yeah. And do you know what it... It's so brave to be that vulnerable. It takes such courage to reach out like that, knowing that that person could reject you. And that that person's predisposed to be a little bit pissed off with you. That is is the mark of a man. Now, I will just ask one question. How short do you think he... Does she think he was? Um, I don't know. People (laughs) look small on video calls, don't they? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Second to last, <laughs> let's give it a blast. Uh, Tion from Dhabi and David from Aww. Dominican Republic. Okay. Got to be a little bit careful about this after my little rant earlier with Mercy, but I'm taking a similar line on this one, just a similar line, which is I know that she's been presented as a venal, greedy figure of hate, right? I don't think deep down that's who she is. In my experience, people that point out the labels they're wearing it is very often a deflection for people to actually really examine who they are and that usually comes from a place of hurt rather than something bad that's kind of how i feel about it it's like don't look at me don't judge me judge my canada goose coat right and so i i just wonder whether that's really what's at play here. And and I'm just saying, I don't want to fall into the trap of let's all hate on someone for for this. Is that too kind? No. Um, I don't disagree with you about the, the reliance on labels part. Um, I'm sure that if you live with your mom and you get paid by commission and you're a good salesperson uh, and you have no outgoing expenses, I'm sure you can spend all your money on clothes and afford that kind of thing. Um, And I love fashion every bit as much as the next gal. I mean, for me, it's shoes. I'm not... You know, um, but it's the fact that like she bangs on about it. I need this. I need this. This is who I am, and everything. I think it's all a like it's um, what's it called in magic? Um, that that distraction. It's the press sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I I think it's so that you don't really examine her. Having said that, good grief. <laughs> Like, if I take this story on its own terms, we've seen this story so many times before, but, like, this was a particularly extreme, egregious version of that story. She's really young, though. She's really young. She's 21. I don't... That surprised you. You were like, whoa, I didn't realize she was 21. Yeah. I thought she was... I thought she was 25. She's a girl. She's... Yeah, she's a child, and she's... (sighs) 
I don't feel great about him either. Normally, in no. th- normally in this dynamic, I side with the person who is, for all intents and purposes, being bought. Bored. Yeah. 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 Um, but at least they don't usually get shamed for their not being able to buy you back. It does remind me of Danielle and Johan in that sense, right? Like, I'm buying you, but you should be able to buy me, right? I think that, look, the similarities end there. Yeah. I I find... Oh, sorry, I'm in such a bad mood talking about these people. I don't understand... The crying seemed very fake and performative to me, and that scared me. Mm. That that felt like a very specific kind of manipulation, and it horrified me. So I don't think I don't think we're dealing with a pair of angels here or star-crossed lovers. Yeah. Um. I don't enjoy and and yeah, I'll say that was it. So weird. I don't enjoy a person of humble means being humiliated over what they can or cannot buy. Sure. I get no satisfaction from that. It doesn't make me happy. It no. doesn't make me you know, reflect on how lucky I am. It just makes me sick that it's on television and I hate it. Unless that person is a white American (laughs) heterosexual male, in which case with an out, with an outsized (laughs) opinion of himself, then yes, bring it on. I mean, it was satisfying to watch Paul (laughs) consistently fail and fail and fail. Right, and not be able to provide a roof over um over, over the head. But actually even that ended up just no, feeling squalid and tragic. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was like hillbilly elegy. Yeah. G- gruesome almost. Yeah. That was like a Harmony Harmony Corinne film. Anyway, these two are like the flip side of Shane and Mert. Like all of the feel good joie is no. just completely flipped. It's like it's a storyline that's meant to you know, even the editing of her going, it's got to be this ring. It can't be any other ring. And then him going, I can only afford the cubic zagonia, which is exactly what she said she would never. And it's like, okay, this has been scripted by the... the, the I, you know what? It probably hasn't. Who even... Who cares? I liked her grandmother who said that when you marry, you have to compromise. It's give and take. Those are very wise words. Sure. You do have to compromise. And again, we have someone with a clear passion and a talent for salsa dancing, which uh, this woman girl finds sexually inappropriate and she doesn't like it. And I don't give a fuck that she doesn't like it. If she doesn't like it, she doesn't have to do it. Yeah, but she doesn't get it to stop him doing it. But you don't get Because he did it before he met her. And if you don't like... You can't just say, I like 60% of this person, so I'll take that. If there's... You can't... No one has the right to change things. You might evolve things and guide them in a certain direction, I suppose. But... You can't just say you've got to stop this and this and this. Like, find someone else who doesn't have those triggers for you. There's plenty of other people out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
just find someone who, who yeah who who doesn't do things you find repulsive that is a really good start <laughs> i would suggest when you're starting a relationship do, does this person think or do things you find objectionable if so swipe left S- but here are the kinds of things and and it is age dependent also i think or experience dependent even there are some things like for me i have extremely poor executive skills when it comes to organizing now i can organize a trial bundle and i can um you know, organize a brief. I can't organize the room that we're sitting in and evidently neither can you. Um, But that is never going to change about me. Right. Um, I also need for things to be hygienically clean without necessarily being able (laughs) to tidy, right? That's something that's not going to change. However... My spending habits are something that I have changed. Yeah. Um, my hoarding is something that I have changed. You have kindly picked up the slack in that department. Um, you're getting annoyed with me, but people have seen the Viper's Nest. And every day there's a new Amazon package, and every I know exactly those, what's in it. Every one of those ands. Is sacred. Right, we've got one more. Do you or do you not agree that some some habits and behaviors can be changed? Yes. But others ought not to be changed. Yes. Here's here's a spoiler alert. Uh cheating is one of those things that's if it's in you, it's in you. And it's always going to be there. Okay? Know that about yourself. Know that about other people. Oh, guy. Yes, you're right. And then you're not right because people can grow up. So Statler, as an example. Sure. I wouldn't want to throw that at her just because she's cheated in the past. Because I am absolutely confident she can have a relationship and not cheat. No, but if you're in a relationship with someone right now oh they're cheating on you right now who's cheating on you yeah yeah they're gonna cheat on you again yeah that will definitely happen and 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 if you think oh they're an alcoholic they'll get sober and they won't cheat nope they'll cheat twice as much trust me all right um our (laughs) that was a jurassic noise from the baby bulldog. Hey, did you all out there see the baby giraffe that's just been born without any spots? Go pause this podcast, hit up your browser of choice and Google baby giraffe no spots. It's mind blowing. And speaking of unique babies, Moy Babber. Moy Babber. Moy lover. Moy lover. Should we go to Gloucester? Yeah. Um, Today... That was a bit more summer set, though. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Fred West was from Gloucester, though, wasn't we he? We were listening to a podcast the other day. I think it might have been Last House on the Left. It was an old one. And uh, they'd just been over in the UK, and they were like, there are five accents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's... No. There's a good deal more than that. No. You need to consult your My Fair Lady immediately. Your Pygmalion immediately. There are lots of terrible YouTube videos with people who can't do all the British accents or do them very poorly. Got to British accents. So you got your London, you got your Scotland, and (laughs) that's just all it is. It's like, no. Again, it's it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Yeah, a lot more. Um, Right, but the, the reason why Louise is so hard to imitate, and, and again, you, I'm, you can't I know, do it without the visual. I, well, you can't do it without the visual. But there is that hint of the West Country accent in Just there. Just a sousson. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a tiny bit. And I can't do that in a subtle way. No, I've, I've no either got to go we full Fred, Fred West. Or you've got a brand new combine or visitor. It's that, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tiny bit of that. And it's a tiny bit of Thames Valley estuary English as well. Yeah. Right? It's where those two things collide like a motorway pileup. That's, then you get Louise. Beautiful part of the country. Sure. I'd live there in a heartbeat. Actually, we've had a few beautiful parts on this, on it, it, just in these episodes. Um, yeah, some nice places this year. Better than last year. Way more better. varied, more varied. I've not been to, I've not, I don't think I've been anywhere. What's in Derbyshire? Derby. Okay, not been there. <laughs> um, cousin Dan will correct me because I always get this wrong, but I think I think that is your peak district. Okay. I think. And yeah, it's very Wuthering Heightsy. Okay. Not that I think that's set there, but it, think of those kinds of wild landscapes with the, you know, kind of big heathy moors and hills. And, Out on the wild yeah. and windy moors we You had a temper like my jealousy, too hot, too greedy. I'm about four keys beneath what it should be, but I don't I don't think they're ready for Wuthering Heights yet. Now can you do that as Jose? No. <laughs> a little rap. What do you think of his rap? Um, I hated it. <laughs> two million followers on instagram what did you think of his outfit for his video what did you think of the the larry grayson teddy sunglasses and glasses yeah which only brits will get and only brits of a certain age will get um i i quite like that little dangly thing underneath the only person like in modern culture i can think who had the dangly glasses thing well what was the name of like the kind of trollish monster in monsters inc who sat at a reception <laughs> can you can you picture her I, I th- all of those movies are the same to me okay without checking sorry i think she had the little glasses chain so someone out there um hopefully i'm right and someone out there just weed themselves um it was it was it was quite a thing wasn't it the best thing is the way he was using louise's crutch that was incredible that was hilarious that was like morrissey levels you know how like morrissey used to wear a hearing aid you familiar with that i thought everyone did i thought that's 
ha- I thought it's a monitor. No, not in ear in ear monitors. No, he used to actually like wear a hearing aid. Why? Like, just as an affectation. What? Just to uh, different times Ugh. as a kind of like association or empathy with the like the downtrodden in society. No. Yeah, I know, right? No, it isn't. It, yeah, but you look at it now, you're like, that's super gross. But but that was the kind of thing people did in the 80s. In the 1980s. Um, but that's kind of what I thought he was doing. He was like, I I too am wounded. Um, Well, there's no sun or beach or hot girls around. Although there is... Well, there's one. There is one girl who is dressed in maternity lingerie which is i'm or shapewear which that's nice that that exists do you mind if i do this entire section in my pajamas (laughs) she called them her pajamas except she never asks anybody (laughs) anything she's she's just gonna no that's right she'd never say i will be doing this in my pajamas I will be doing this because this is how these videos are shot. Yeah. Not in any way trying to promote my Instagram account where this is what I wear in all my photos. Again, she she looks absolutely miserable in every single photo. I know. There was... Oh, can I? Yeah, I think it's probably all right. I was a young man. Um, Pornography was very, very different back in the day and and back in the day the sort of magazines us young schoolboys might manage to get our hands on or we'll find in a bush or something they were like readers wives pages and she is the and it was always very sad looking women who would and it's awful i look at it now and i'm just like this isn't okay but it was sad looking women who would probably be made to do it by their husbands who got some sort of weird vicarious like now like the internet's full of like cuck porn right and i guess maybe it was the same thing like you want to show it was very those ladies never looked like they wanted to be they never looked like they wanted to be there and for me she channels escort magazine from the late 80s Yikes. Um, so look, the, the grand reveal was made at lunch last week, um, which is so depressing. I don't even want to. Of course, he failed the English test. Oh, I thought he was talking about the other grand reveal. That There were two. I think he should have had like a pass your exam reveal party. That would have been really good fun, right? Instead of like the gender of the baba, if they if he'd like popped a balloon and it's either like sort of pass or fail for his exam, that that's would be really awful. Good. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, fail. Um, yeah, not a huge surprise. Although, again, uh, the the delight uh, who who is cousin Dan did tell us you you need to have the English ability of a five year old child to pass that yep and one word answers are acceptable there's no like spelling doesn't count there's no written component it's all aural um having said that if you by the way sorry sorry this is this is a legitimate interruption Mm. because i need to say this before i forget if you're wondering why richard from season one's uh 
spoiler alert now, ex-Kathleen didn't pass her English exam. The English exam that she had to take was for working for the National Health Service, which is a much higher uh, threshold and requires, I believe, requires a knowledge of common English phrases like spend a penny and things like that that you would use in a hospital. Right. Um, also, in the medical profession, your handwriting has to be completely indecipherable, so they need to test for that. As well. Yeah, they need to make sure. To make you've sure got no that. one can understand it. Um, so, yeah, totally different. Um, so, yeah, one word answer is absolutely fine, but that, it, it, that doesn't mean you, you can provide any one word as your answer. <laughs> no. It can't just be chicken, you know. No, again, knowing one word—that isn't what it is. So you need to know more than one word. Again, I'm. There's a lot going on here that I'm not okay with i think unless this is an act which i don't think they are good enough actors for it to be an act i don't know uh i'm concerned about whether there's learning difficulties there sure um i'm concerned he, he does seem like a, a an overgrown 14 year old boy yeah you know there's a lot of <sighs> I don't I don't think that she that Louise particularly understands that her shouting just saying like this the just saying thing. the you, same thing you've got to pass this test because otherwise you won't be there for the baba how many times is she going to say that until eventually weirdly she's incredibly patient in in a if really... I say it Slowly and louder, (laughs) will you understand it better? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's just the same thing again and again and again. It's the same thing. Nothing changes. Speaking of which. But the hilarity is that she thinks that it will change with her. And it's like, (sighs) just to see Jesse increasingly go, oh. It's painful. It feels very dark and it feels, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it honestly feels to me. And again, I have no way of proving this. I think she knows it's a non-starter. I don't think she gives a shit whether, I think if he stayed, she wouldn't involve him with the baby at all. Why would she do that when she has Jesse? I think she, again, I don't know her full history. Um, We do now know that she has many children. Um, We don't know that. We believe that. That's alleged. Okay. Um, I think she could raise a child just fine on her own, and I think she's done it before. And I think she's willing to do it again. Yeah. Um, Although this time she'd be raising two children. I don't... This is a very American thing. So I doubt this will make any sense to you, but we had to like, in seventh grade, we had to like babysit bags of flour. I mean, we don't do that here, I don't think, but I've seen it many times on American TV shows. Okay, yeah. (laughs) The episode where the girls, actually sometimes it's the boys as well, have to keep a sack of potatoes alive, right? At my school, it was, it was a bag of flour. Yeah. Um... I wouldn't trust Jose with a bag of flour. If that's what he does with balloons, 
if you got like the whole point of balloons is that they are the lightest imaginable things right if you can't get two of them to stick to a wall what was he using was he using blue tack and i don't know what blue tack's called in the states was he using tape was he just literally pushing the balloons against the wall and hoping that the force would make it stick or something you weren't more concerned that he was holding them up to hot light bulbs <laughs> Sure, that's a secondary concern. <laughs> oh, brother. He just, he literally cannot do anything. It is great TV. So fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to deny that. No, I do, I it do is, enjoy it. it. It's not, it's not so depressing that I can't watch it in the way that. I don't feel that he's being abused or taken advantage of particularly um, but maybe now i start to worry about like his developmental status it does sort of ring a few alarm bells but i don't feel that, like there's any kind of imperialism going on at least can i say something that's going to get me in trouble yeah. rather you than me <laughs> i have a problem with gender reveal parties you do and to be fair you have always felt this way it's not new no um people very close to me have had gender reveal parties uh no one in my family but in my chosen family people have chosen to have gender reveal parties and you accept this is your problem not theirs right i think uh definitely not it's definite <laughs> okay here is here is the gender reveal that I accepted, okay? <laughs> I have a friend. She was pregnant during COVID. Yeah. Her parents are elderly. Yeah. Um when you have a this is a medical term, geriatric pregnancy, mm -hmm. you can get blood tests early on to see whether the fetus is sure. Uh, in possession of female genitalia or male genitalia. And so she, and it was her first child. So she and her husband had just their parents on Zoom and they cut a cake. That's fine because they can't be with their families yeah, yeah, and they yeah. can't. She, uh, that's that I don't have a problem with. Mm. What I do have a problem with is a step and repeat. Yeah. Particularly egregious if it's not your first child. I don't want to see a step and repeat. I don't want to see confetti everywhere. I don't want to see one stack of pink cupcakes, one stack of blue cupcakes. They're both cheap and taste like shit. I don't want to see, oh, this, and we're going alcohol-free for this. The only... I don't want to see fireworks. I don't want to see explosives of any kind. I don't want to see other people's children. I don't want to see your children <laughs> if you have other children. Uh-huh. It's not just that it's tacky. Uh -huh. It's that it's pointless. Because you can just tell people. No, because gender is a social construct. Oh. And the child that you have is 
going to have a gender identity that either matches what they were born with or doesn't match what they were born with or is something else entirely. And as a society, we should be moving toward... But this is the thing. At that age, right, in, in utero, there is no characteristic known other than the gender, right? There's nothing. You don't know if they're smart, if they're funny, if they're tall, if they're short. You might have an idea of size. Maybe. So when it does something... So the only thing you know is gender. But it's really fascinating that even before you're born, you're already put in a shoebox in a, in a pigeonhole. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And in a day and age when we're supposed to be trying to think about gender a little differently, the fact that we're actually ascribing gender to people before they're even born... And, oh, so now the nursery will be decorated in this color and it's always blue for a boy and pink for all of those Did things. you know that it wasn't always? No, go on. Um, Pre-Christianity, actually, not even pre-Christianity. So, you know how, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how well you know your Catholic icons, <laughs> but in most Catholic and Christian imagery, Mary, as in the mother of Jesus, is wearing blue. Okay. So blue used yeah, to represent right. and, and nuns were the blue. female. Correct. Yeah. Used to represent the female energy, and pink or red represented the male energy. Now it's also a class thing because posh young English boys always wore pink back in the day. Ernest Hemingway's mother dressed him as a girl until he was five. Okay. I think. Again, that's another thing, particularly for the sort of higher classes in this mm -hmm. country, that the boys would be dressed as, as girls when they were young. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. These are all very, our, our ideas about gender are very, very modern and a little bit like the whole De Beers diamond thing, which we think like diamonds have always had. Diamonds are an invention. Diamonds are worth fuck all. There are massive great caverns in Africa full of diamonds, absolutely teeming with them. And De Beers let out a few every year to artificially keep the price high, right? Because scarcity is... High. But diamonds are not rare. <laughs> They're just released. They're drip-fed. It's a bit like Yeezy trainers. <laughs> well... You know, the whole diamond thing is bullshit, is what I'm saying. It, it, and again, it was an invention in, in the 1900s. You know, it wasn't always that way. They've always been prized, but there's a whole new thing that goes along with it. And the same for, for the way we think about gender these days. It's, it's a just a modern thing. It will change. It, it is beginning to change, and obviously people don't like that. But what you... you you're holding on to something thinking it's always been that way and it hasn't always been that way at all. Also, how many parties do you need for a baby? Oh, right. I'm just saying you have a you have a baby shower, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yes, I know baby showers are celebrating the mom or the dad, okay? Or both or both moms or both dads, okay? Fine. You can you can have a baby shower. <laughs> I'm I'm allowing you to have a baby shower. I don't have a problem with that. People Write that down. having a baby is expensive. I have no problem with baby showers. For sure. Why do you need a baby shower, a gender reveal, a christening, mm -hmm. a naming ceremony? Uh, why do you need four hundred and fifty thousand things? And then I'm supposed to send you 
then I'm supposed to send the kid a gift on every one of their birthdays as well. (laughs) So you're involving me in a decision that I haven't made. Yeah, I didn't want you to have kids. I didn't want you to have kids. You've ruined our friendship. I think you're going to be a terrible mother. (laughs) It's not even that. No, I know what you're saying. You know, why are people so precious about that? It's like New Year. But you know what? People are more than happy to shit all over weddings. People, you're right. Oh, God, if I have to go to another wedding. No, you're right. You're right. Gender reveal parties are much more tiresome because... It's not really a surprise. It's one of two things. Okay, how surprised are you really going to be? Like, if you came out with something new, (laughs) something original, that might be interesting. You know what I want to celebrate? In fact, if you're in the... um, I almost said reality base. (laughs) If you're in the Blady Day Bays group or the Sissy Squad... Sure. You know... I want to hear about your personal accomplishments outside the realm of hatches, matches, and dispatches. Okay? I'm not saying, particularly if you're, you are fertility challenged and that's been a difficult thing for you, or yeah. like us, you've been treated poorly by an adoption agency, all of those things. And of course, these very are a happy. huge landmark in people's lives. Yes. And having, I, I'm not saying you don't deserve, look, you deserve a party if you're having a baby. Okay. You deserve, but not a gender reveal party because that's not about you. It isn't about you. Okay. I know you need it to be about you. It's not. Here's what I do want to celebrate. I want to celebrate you owning a home becoming a homeowner for the first time. I want to celebrate your master's degree. I want to celebrate your PhD. I want to celebrate your child's high school graduation. Yeah. I want I was kind of joking before when I was like you like he should have had a party for whether he passed his test or not. But I would rather actually people have parties for I got the promotion or I didn't get the I mean when you look at it like that it's absurd just tell people you got the promotion and the same with gender right just tell people the gender. But why do we do it for that one thing? We don't do it for anything else. I'm celebrating your promotion. I'm celebrating your PhD. I'm celebrating your master's. I'm celebrating your GED. I'm celebrating your driver's license. I'm celebrating your mom's driver's license. I'm (laughs) celebrating your citizenship. I'm celebrating your remission from cancer. I'm celebrating your accepting that you're or your decision that you're not going to seek treatment for the cancer i'm celebrating you home all right but do these things have to be revealed it's the i have information reveal them can, yeah but just say it but the the notion of a reveal is we know something you don't except annoyingly they often don't know that either how do you mean? Oh, because what, it's they surpri- don't know Ooh, themselves. There's confetti inside. I'm surprised you did you yeah. you didn't what you didn't stay awake for her hour long celebration. We don't even know ourselves. It's gonna come as quite a surprise. Just like I was surprised by the fact that I got pregnant as soon as I got my what's it taken out of my what's it. Even though 
that was the plan when I was over there to get pregnant. And we even spoke about it, didn't we? <sighs> celebrate yourselves, kids. We celebrate, celebrate you. We celebrate we you. Do. We do. We love you. And I'm going to take out my own IUD and throw it in her fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick out the pieces. Um, love you guys. We will see, see you soon. soon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second before we let you go. Um, if you're watching 90 Day Last Resort, be sure to subscribe to Little Miss Recap. Little Miss Recap. Opalamanda is co-hosting with Amy Archer. You are going to love it. Whatever your podcasting app of choice is, go to it, type in the searchy thing, Little Miss Recap, and make sure you subscribe. Cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.